all you howlers, it's time to bark at the moon once again. My buddy Al Sedano is here, and uh, he is joining me so we can talk some more Werewolf by Night. So we're going to cover two more issues in this episode, and then uh, Al's also going to talk a little bit about the uh, Werewolf by Night Disney Plus uh, show as well. I didn't get to see it yet, but uh, you know I've read and heard plenty about it, and uh, Al saw it, and uh, he uh, lends uh, some thoughts to it. So again, if you're like me and you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled, there is kind of light spoilers for it, so you know be warned it's in a, uh, a separate segment uh, towards the end of the show, so uh, be ready for that. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break here and then be back for Al and I to start our conversation on Werewolf by Night. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Bronze Age of Horror Comics. And uh, we're ready to have a howling good time here. Uh, me and my partner, Al Sedano. How are you, Al? I'm good, Bill. Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me on again. This is fun. Yeah, hun it's hunting season. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking about a couple more issues of Werewolf by Night here. We're going to cover four and five, and then we're going to have a little bit of uh, talk about a certain special that uh, came out recently as well. But we'll, we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, two more issues this one. And these are really, uh, I wouldn't say they're weird or strange issues, but they kind of are a little bit of an outlier here with the series where it's not, you know, another crazy monster Jack's fighting here. It's a, 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 a hillbilly hunter. <laughs> I mean, he's a good hunter. I mean, mm -hmm. he could have been his craven. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you think of the hunter, that character is kind of ridiculous, but we had a craven, we had a craven already. Mm hmm. Yeah, last issue, we kind of left off here. He had just fought uh, an insane possessed priest and this crazy, like, uh, minotaur type creature, right? Oh, yeah, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like almost like the, the villain of the week or the monster of the week uh, up until that point. But this one's a little bit different. It's it's yeah, it's got this uh, crazy cowboy hunter type guy. That's uh, yeah, it, it definitely is different because they introduce a new little aspect, which I don't think we've seen before. Mm -hmm. An aspect of the werewolf's powers. Yeah, and then oh, uh, we uh, we'll we have that. another. Yeah, we have another big reveal here, too, in this uh, <clears throat> in these issues or this issue here, this storyline, whatever you want to say that. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. The, you know, the, the secret identity thing. Yeah, that kind of pops up here, too, which is cool. So. All right. Yeah. Well, here, let's let's dive in here. So let's start. And this is cover dated March 1973. And of course, we still uh, are going along here with uh, uh, the, the master of the werewolf, uh, Mike Plug here. What do you think of this cover to number four? Oh, I do like this cover for number four. This is a fun action one. Mm -hmm. And also, it's one of the... It's unlike some of the other early ones, which were great, like the Neil Adams for Marvel Spotlight 2. This yeah. is really like... This is... Hey, this is what's going to happen here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah no, no, bait, no bait and switch or anything. This this is really what's going on. And then they kind of give uh, their little reveal away on the cover already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But still, it, that makes you want to read, especially if you're used to this time for even these characters, like, oh, secret identity. Like, you kind of expect no one to ever know that Jack is the werewolf. Mm -hmm. And here yeah. we are, issue four. It's like, nope, he's my brother. <laughs> yeah, right on the cover. They're saying already, hey, look what's going on here. But I do uh, want to uh, point out on the cover here, it shows uh, Lisa as a blonde, but inside she's a brunette. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> doesn't she go back and forth with that anyway? Probably. Wasn't there the other issue where, like, Jack had a girl over, like, they both were blonde? And yeah, they looked, looked exactly identical. like each other. <laughs> and it's like, wait, 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 wait. It's like, you're half expecting, like, wait, wait, who am I making out with? Wait, which one are you again? You're not my sister, right? Okay, good. <laughs> Yeah, he had a girlfriend that looked a lot like his sister, which is kind of creepy. It's kind of like, like the movie Eurotrip. Yeah, Jack in this one is like uh, hanging kind of from this tree, and this dude with his uh, pistol is shooting at him, and uh, Lisa is saying, no, please don't shoot. He may be a monster, but he's also my brother. <laughs> you mean he used to be? <laughs> yeah, this guy, uh, I love this guy's... Uh, way of speaking here they throughout this one i'm just like listen to this guy where's he from i never heard this dialect before and his hair is different too he's more of a ginger inside yeah yeah he is and on the cover it's more like i guess you know it's supposed to be black but it has that like blue uh hue to it i will say i do like the fact that he is so gaudy you can almost believe he's a real person who thinks that oh this all looks good 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like out of a time capsule, this guy. You, you think he grew up in like the 1880s or something. <laughs> well, he thinks he does, and that's why he dresses that way. He thinks he looks great. You know, people look at him going, oh, God, this jackass again. Yeah, they're like this idiot that thinks he's, you know, Wild Bill Hickok or something. Because <laughs> look how he's dressed in the cover. Yes, he does still look like somebody who thinks he grew up in the 1880s, but it looks decent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a solid red shirt and like those like brownish almost looking like like they almost look like jean pants that, you know, which match the boots. Maybe they're and corduroy. The yellow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, corduroy. <laughs> and the yellow pants, but like it at least looks decent, especially for the time. And then when you go into like those first few pages, he has like almost looks like brown, almost like dress pants, black boots. His spurs are solid like gold. So like they stick out. You know, he has this purple jack sports coat on and this like red with black, like checker, you know, check checkered lines, like, you know, mm-hmm. shirt and tie and like the red hair, which is kind of like in a fro. It's like he looks so ridiculous that you almost believe it's like, yeah, he is this jackass that thinks he looks good. And mm-hmm. thinks everyone's gonna men want to be him, and all the women want him. And meanwhile, ninety five percent of them are like, "Oh God." Yeah, he kind of reminds me of uh, in that uh, third uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man film where he thinks he's all that, and he's looking at all the chicks, and they're looking at him like, "Dude, you're gross." <laughs> yes, that's perfect. <laughs> Which I have to admit, though, fits for the characterization of this guy. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's. I, I think it's a uh, pitch perfect here. Oh, and I do want to say too. Uh, credit wise, you know, this is uh, still Jerry Conway scripting Mike Plug pencils, Frank Boley. I would assume you pronounce it as the inker and then colors Dave Hunt and letters Charlotte Jetter. And I believe this is our last Conway uh, written issue. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's the last one, but it's definitely not the next one. Yeah, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Ween takes over here yep. for a while and then I'm not sure who's on later. Um like some of those in-between ones, Conway might jump back for a couple and a couple other writers might uh, get in there before Doug Mensch starts his like really long uh, run there to the end, I think. Okay. Yeah, I just know next issue. I just read these two, so I just know next issue is Len Wein. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, this one's called The Danger Game. And <laughs> uh, I'll just, we're, we're, we pretty much go over these, you know, just about page by page anyway. So I'm not too... Uh, uh, interested in doing a huge long synopsis here, so I'll just uh, let you know on Grand Comics Database, it just says Joshua Kane captures Jack so he can hunt a werewolf. Lisa learns Jack's secret. So, alright, well why don't we get right into this here. So again, splash page here, wow. So Plug did a phenomenal job here with, you know, Mr. Kane here on his horse, kind of, it's rearing up and he's jumping off and Jack's uh, trying to hide behind like a, what looks like a, a saloon here. Oh yeah, no, and I like the I like how he did the backgrounds. Like even though mm. even though it's more like that purple building in the back, which is more further away, you can still see like the details, but not as well because it's further away. But there are still details there. It's not just square building. Mm-hmm. And so it he does, put effort into this page. I love it. Yeah, it does sound weird the way I'll describe it here, but uh, the building Jack is kind of trying to hide behind is blue. The one in the far background is purple, and the one to the right is green. Now, this is in the Masterworks, so I don't know if the originals are any different, but that I don't know either. Like, I mean, I'm yeah, reading Marvel like Limited, so it's the same way. Yeah. yeah, our combination, but it really looks great. It really works. Yeah, yeah no, it looks good, but the, with the darkness and like the, like the colors are all kind of supposed to be off a bit. Plus, it is a movie lot, as we find out. It's not an actual town. It's a movie lot, so you know movies are going to make things different colors because things will look better on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And this so this guy this guy right away is uh, you know calling Jack out. Come on out, boy. You ain't you you know you can't hide from old Joshua. No sir, nobody hides long from Joshua Kane. <laughs> yeah, it took me the longest time reading this to figure out what he meant by because he doesn't say. It doesn't say boy. It says B-O apostrophe. And it took me the longest time to realize he's saying boy, but kind of like going, boy. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I kept thinking he's calling him Bo. And I'm like, <laughs> who's, like, his name's Jack or where, like, that doesn't sound a short version of either. This isn't Lobo. Who, oh, boy, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Remember, a really folks, this great. This is the guy who took forever to realize to get the joke of Jack Russell. So, you know. Slow. Bear, bear with us, right? 
But Jack, man, look at the detail on uh, uh, the werewolf there on that splash page. That is fantastic. Oh, yeah. And all the hairs are drawn, like all the fur. You can see the fur sticking up like he's like, uh, you know, bothered. Mm. It's great. Now that world, yeah. that first, first page looks great. Yeah. And he's, uh, you know, hunting. Uh, our buddy here, the the werewolf, for no apparent reason. There's a really neat uh, panel progression, and I like the layout on that second page there, where you get that, you know, a uh, nice sized uh, panel with like a full shot of uh, Joshua Kane here, and then there's you know four small panels to the right showing you know him hunting and Jack trying to hide. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's doing like the you know it's the slow you know the parts of him walking back and forth and looking around, and all of a sudden he pulls the gun out, and you get a nice bigger panel of him shooting. No, definitely great mm-hmm. layout. <clears throat> I love yeah, it. But yeah. No, go on. This guy, yeah, this guy, I don't, it, he just seems like a regular dude. But there are a couple of times where it, it doesn't seem like Jack is moving or making any noise like at all. But this guy like knows where he is, can hear him, can sense him. So I almost thought, man, I wish they kind of would have went down a road of, you know, maybe this guy having some kind of, uh, you know, uh, some powers or something like that. Like just not just a total regular human hunter guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, the only reason I can, I can see that. I mean, the only reason I can see him being able to do that is because he has hunted everything, including people. So mm-hmm. he must be good at what he does. And it doesn't seem like he just based on what he's doing with the werewolf. He, well, he try and guess these things that he should be hunting too. Mm-hmm. He is not just like, trying to get something that's like in a preserve chained up and go walk up to it and shoot it in the head. He actually <laughs> wants it. You know, he's actually wants it to try and get him because he's trying yeah. to prove how awesome he, you know, that he's so good that he can fight it even when it's fighting, not just trapped. He's not just going to a zoo and shooting things. Yeah. Jack tries to like jump on him from like a top of one of these, you know, uh, movie set, you know, buildings, and he turns around with his uh, rifle and shoots Jack. And then he does make mention of how uh, he has silver bullets because he knows all about uh, werewolf lore here. I, well, I'm sorry, I'll say it the way he does. Critters like you can be killed, but only by special kinds of bullets, silver bullets like the ones in Magun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey, he is a bit of an idiot, but he can't be that much of an idiot. That much of an idiot, I guess. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't hunt a werewolf without silver bullets and again while wow, the artwork too is just phenomenal throughout these pages here i mean that next page where you see uh the werewolf when he's been shot and he's bleeding and shoulder i had put that one out on twitter you know uh, a week or so before this recording and you know it's just like again it's just one panel the moon's in the background with some clouds coming across and the werewolf has detail and he looks like you know scared and pissed off at the same time it's really great yeah, although it is fun, these uh, these 70s books were like, yeah, you'll get the one shot where he's bleeding, but then the rest of the time you don't see that wound at all. <laughs> no, yeah, literally like three panels, two panels later, you see him and you see the same shoulder and there's no blood. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. Because, you know, they got to be careful what they can show. They can only show so much, probably. Yeah, they. I think they were still tiptoeing around some of that as well. You know, I think they're, you know, hey, let's get a werewolf in here. So that was already, you know, pushing the boundaries. But how much blood and this and that they were going to show was, yeah, they had to watch, I think, what they were doing there. Yeah. It's just fun kind of watching this, like how often the wound shows up, even if he talks about it. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like, oh, my and shoulder. Then, I'm like, what, what happened to your shoulder? It looks fine to me. <laughs> yeah. And then Jack kind of, you know, as the werewolf here, uh, you know, his mind goes back in time to show how we got to this point. And we can see how, uh, you know, Jack found Lisa and... This is when they kind of uh, allude to her, you know, being able to almost sense, she says, that uh, the werewolf is Jack, right? Yeah, yeah, she kind of, I don't think she ever saw him change in the Mm -hmm. last issue. But yeah, she kind of wakes up and I guess, I don't know, maybe it's the same pants. (laughs) It's like, oh, Jack (laughs) wears those green pants and that black belt all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the buckle sometimes is gold and sometimes it's silver. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, or maybe maybe it's the werewolf and her, since we know she's supposed to eventually become one as well. Yeah, they do make mention of that in this uh, this issue as well. I don't know if they ever had before this one, but in I, this I think next, they mentioned I, it once or twice. Okay, that is so possible I, she would have the curse too. The antagonist in the next issue, he definitely brings it up because that's a huge part of uh, you know the storyline. I shouldn't say the storyline; one of the plot points in uh, the next issue. 
Yeah, but this is when Joshua King comes up on them because apparently he's been stalking them for a while and now he's kidnapping Lisa to basically force Jack to let him hunt him. And here's where mm-hmm. we get the thing that I mentioned that's something new. So before what it would be is the night would, the full moon would come up, he would turn into the werewolf and then stay that way until the next day. Mm-hmm. Here now, it's only when the moon is up. So even though it's the same night, when the moon is down or covered or whatever, he's normal. Yeah. And that really yeah. hasn't happened before. We haven't seen, I mean, I don't know if maybe you could walk, through, read, the, go through and go, well, maybe there's a time, there was some times, but it seems like he, the whole night is missing for Jack. And now it's just like, nope, he's, he's normal again. Yeah, that is kind of strange. I mean, I have seen that before in, I don't know about comics, but definitely in like television or film, I have seen that before where if the moon's out, you can be a wolf. The moon's not out, you can't. And I don't, I'm not a huge fan of that. And I, I'm, I do like Werewolf by Night. I, I love these issues. I love the whole run. Uh, but I do like where it gets to a point that he can control it simply because if he can only become a werewolf uh, during those three nights of the full moon, you really, as a writer, have to play kind of fast and loose with that because otherwise he can only be a werewolf three days a month. You know what I mean? Like there's really, if you try to do like an ongoing storyline, that really does throw a wrench in that. Or at least you have to accept the fact you're going to have a couple issues of him, no werewolf, because otherwise you have too much time passing. Because now mm-hmm. it's like, even if you do a couple issues where it's the three nights, then the next time it's like, well, it's been a month and another month and mm-hmm. another month. You know, you're going to pass through that time pretty quickly. Yeah, it, it really can cause a lot of problems. But when he's like more of a superhero type monster character and can just, you know, whenever he snaps his fingers, almost kind of will himself to change into the werewolf. I like that a bit better because I think you can still cause problems for him with magic and science and all these other things to maybe stop him from changing to a werewolf. I feel like that would be easier to write than, hey, you can only write him every, you know, 30 days becoming a werewolf. That sucks. I would not want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Plus this whole thing of the moon being down or covered or whatever, and he turns back to normal is always confusing to me because it's like, so what? Like if the clouds go over the moon, does he go back and then go back away? Does that mean he goes, I'm a werewolf, I'm a man, I'm a werewolf, I'm a man, like in like two minutes? Does that happen like that? You know, at least yeah. it's like, I can just go with the thing of like, it's the night of the full moon. Doesn't matter if the full moon's there or not. It's the night of the full moon. He's a werewolf. Duh. I, that I can accept. But the other thing, yeah. then you have to start thinking about it. It's like, well, what means covering? Does that mean just, is it covered by clouds? You know, like the covering and next issue that will happen. That's a different thing. Yeah. Like just like yeah. covered by the clouds or like it's moved in a position where you don't see it. That's just, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, that's just weird. I'd rather have the whole, just, just be the night. I can yes. accept that all. It doesn't matter if the moon's seeing or not. It's the night of the full moon. Mm-hmm. Yep. I totally agree with you on that one, man. Totally with you on it. <laughs> but anyway. Yep. So, but so, yeah, he wakes up in Joshua's place full of like, it's like, <laughs> like him and Craven house- talk about how to de- decorate. Yeah. Like I'm not a huge fan of, uh, trophy hunting, uh, so that part I don't like about it, but I like this dude's furniture, man. He's got this like <laughs> red couch. And I mean, everything about it is red top to bottom, the cushions, everything. The couch is a hundred percent red. And then he's got a lamp that looks like it's made out of an elephant foot. And, and zebra hide probably. And zebra hide. That's <laughs> the, the lampshade. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, oh, no, uh, no, I'm not a big fan of it either, or a fan of it at all, even. But yeah, it does fit for him. And like I said, it is so bad and gaudy. I mean, every five seconds is another trophy thing. Like I said, you know him and Craven probably have chatted about decor. Yeah, the guy has at least six guns just in this picture, and then he has a boar's head on over his fireplace. It looks like, or one of the uh, mantle of some sort. What else does he have? All sorts of like steer and bull horns, and then. There's I don't know what stuff bear. Yeah, I don't know what that's supposed to be on the far wall there. That is that supposed to be just I don't know. Is that a woolly mammoth? Because size it wise, like, it's not cutting it. <laughs> or maybe like an elephant skull. Yeah, because the boar head looks bigger than that one. So I'm thinking, um, now there is kind of a perspective thing going on too, but it does look a little bit too small. But Jack wakes up and he's like, "Must have been hours ago. Feels like I've been through a buffalo stampede." <laughs> 
What? Yeah. What kind of nutty place is this anyway? <laughs> yep. And he meets he meets Joshua Kane, who's like, I've hunted everything. Oh, I got your sister too, by the way, in this class cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's completely unconscious, which I don't know what happened there either. Yeah, I don't know. He did. It looks like there's some kind of gas in there because I mean, you could see it looks like a little green thing going in up top. Yeah, so he's like sleeping gas. He's usually on her here, so I don't know what's going on. But he's got a, a a little chair there. He's sitting in, and then he has some kind of like little remote control device, and he's pushing the buttons on it. So I don't know if that's what's causing it or what. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little. There's some stuff in these two issues that's kind of, especially involving her, that's a little unexplained. It's a little mm-hmm. confusing. And then he's going to give uh, Jack a drink here, and he hands him a cup, and it's a skull. <laughs> yeah, and not an animal skull. It's a human one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they kind of, like, go at it here, and Jack gets pissed off when he says about, you know, hey, we're going to, you know, have a little uh, understanding here about what he's going to do, and he jumps on him, starts choking him, but again, Jack just gets uh, backfisted away like he's a child. Well, I mean... Well, Jack does have some ability to fight. I'm guessing this guy probably would be slightly better since he has not just fought these animals, but also, as we see in the next page, people. Mm-hmm. I mean, he even says it. I've hunted them. I've done it all, boy. Animals, men, I've hunted them all. Mm-hmm. And it shows him choking a lion on a page, too, and then fighting a lion with just his bare hands and a knife. I'm like, okay, Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's it, it actually I mean, it actually fits, though, what we find out later, it, it, such feelings of inadequacy that he instead of dealing with them, he just keeps trying to, you know. He doesn't deal with them in a healthy way. No, certainly not. Yeah, that page, though, where it shows him shooting that indigenous uh, guy. Holy crap. That is a really good page, too, man. An elephant and there's a lion and then like some kind of ape man. And a rhino. Yeah, the detail is just insane on that page. Like, for me to just think somebody drew that with their hand, it just blows my mind. Yeah, no, it, it is a great one. And it's not even a full splash. It's like a three-four splash. Mm, yeah, it's crazy. And then Kane says, and you know something, boy? The thrill is gone. There's no danger, no excitement. There's just one kind of animal I ain't ever stalked, lad. And tonight, if you want your girly to live, I'm going to stalk that animal, boy. I'm going to stalk me. A werewolf. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and wow, what up on that page, uh, the next page where it's, you know, showing them walking onto that you know, set there where it's like the saloon and everything. Again, there's so much detail in the buildings and everything like that. Like even Jack, you know, there's detail in like his body, like muscular detail and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. No, it looks good. And you can even see on um, like the building to the right of Kane, you can see like a bit of the, uh, the, the 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 scaffolding holding it up because it's a set mm-hmm. you know they're not real buildings so you can see a little bit of that scaffolding up there holding up the top part of the building because it's yeah. not a real building yeah those are details that i feel as if like the best artists the the, the top of the food chain artists that's one of the things that separates them from just other artists that are just you know good but they didn't think about those details or incorporate those details in just because that you know, that wasn't their style or whatever, but the, the top of the food chain guys, you usually see that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. The ones that are always the legends, the ones people think about, you know, I mean, look at let's use the best example. Paris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, he would have done that. Yep. Yep. And then he cuts them loose here and says, uh, make a run for it, boy. So Jack takes off and then all of a sudden, here's the moon again. And we got uh, really very cool. convenient. <laughs> yeah, we got a really cool transformation scene there at the bottom of that page. That's a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the four panels. I like that. Mm. There's coming up, there's going to be a better panel. I'm going to like page up, pick my favorite one coming up in a little bit. But yeah, so the hunt's on here, and Joshua's on his horse creeping around. But uh, Jack uh, manages to you know avoid a couple of gunshots here and jump on him and slash at him and knock him off the horse. But it doesn't take long for uh, Joshua here to punch him and then. Uh, judo throw him into a, a building here and then he pulls out this insane knife which spikes on the handle oh god yeah that thing is scary and now he's shirtless too <laughs> of course mm. he has the captain he has the he has the uh, william shatner cl- clause in his contract that <laughs> he has to be shirtless every once in a while <laughs> oh fantastic and there's a good fight scene between the two of them but man at one point 
he does take that, I don't know if it's a short sword or a long knife, and he does stab Jack with it, but then he slaps that out of his hand, and it's just going to be, you know, hand to hand, but uh, Joshua here has another pistol uh, hiding in his boot. Yeah, until the wolf actually gets a little, it's almost like a little bit of the, the merging of them as they're going on. He's merging it a bit because he's getting a bit of the uh, man intelligence. Instead of just doing a stalking hunting, he's actually hiding, waiting for him somewhere. And yeah, so he's, he's treating like an animal. Yeah, and I feel like in this issue as well, he's like kind of more monologuing to himself, where up until now it was just kind of like you wouldn't get that much. Like there's a few times in here where the, the, the werewolf is thinking to himself, like talking like an inner monologue to himself about what's going on, like almost like if he's gaining intelligence. Yeah. Which yeah, is almost like, or, or at least like Jack has more awareness, even if he has no control. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then but uh, yeah, he hides underneath. So when Kane walks over him on this like bridge, he leaps up through. Oh, and that that page where he's hiding under the bridge, that second panel with the wolf and like the yellow, like the yellow. Oh, yeah. I that love that great. one. Yeah. Like you said, it's if you try to describe it to someone, they'd be like, hmm. But when you see it and actually look at it again, it's a close up on the werewolf's face and so just a, a sound effect of err, but it's yellow. The eyes are red and there's a little bit of red in the mouth and a black background that you can't even really see that much of, but it's yellow, which sounds kind of odd for a werewolf and scary, but it looks fantastic. Yeah. Plus the fact that since I'm reading on a Marvel Unlimited, I'm reading that panel by panel thing. So like that whole panel shows up large Ooh. on my tablet. Yeah. So it's not just great. a small panel like you would see on the page. It's like this big image. It looks great. Mm, yeah that is fantastic like i said he busts right through the wood of this like bridge and grabs a dude and then he gets kicked right off and you know he's like you know not gonna go down easy here joshua kane and he did, there's a little bit of a cat and mouse here and you know <laughs> more of uh kane uh talking out loud and calling him boy boy come on out boy i'll make it nice and easy on you <laughs> I I, I, th- I like the fact that as it goes on, Kane's talking, yelling more and more, and ranting more. Like he's, this is taking longer than he thought it would, or you know, he believed it would. So he's getting more and more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, he, he says to himself, "Don't anger me now, boy. I'll just go bad on you because I can be vicious. Joshua Kane can be a hard man." And I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Is that a double uh, entendre there? Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he starts like freaking out a little bit like you said too like up until like these this last page or two he seemed very calm cool and collected but i don't know if it's because jack you know got a couple shots in on him and is uh, lasting longer than he thought in this uh you know uh fight here or what he starts to like lose it a little bit here right that's the thing i that's the thing i can best guess is that he expected to still prove that he's so awesome that mm-hmm. it would go you know, I mean, that's why you're saying don't make it go too quick. I have a feeling that too many of these things go, you know, as he feels goes too quick. The problem is he's getting it's that whole curse of getting what you wish for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and again, he never fought or tracked or tried to hunt or kill a werewolf. So, you know, this is new territory for him because a werewolf isn't like any other animal he's hunted. And we've seen, you know, Jack kind of getting some intelligence about him, too, not just being this like ravenous, crazy animal. So. You know, that's even uh, playing into this as well. But he goes back into the house. So uh, that's uh, the, the end scene. Yeah. What do you think of that? <laughs> well, well, we'll get back to the part when we get to the next issue about whether or not he goes back into the house. Because he definitely goes back into the house here. Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah. save that for now. He goes back to the house and pushes the bear, the stuffed bear at him. And he keeps shooting at it. And nothing <laughs> happens because it's all dark and shadowed. And basically has a heart attack. Because mm-hmm. the bullets aren't doing anything and dies. And it turns out the sun came up 15 minutes before. Mm-hmm. So it was just Jack doing it, not even the werewolf. Yeah, which is hilarious to me. And of course, uh, it reminded me of, I can't remember the name of the movie, but that one with uh, Patrick Swayze in it when he's in the house at the end and fighting that guy who's a big trophy hunter and the bear falls on the big guy. Uh, oh, is that is that Roadhouse? I think that might be Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. reminded me of that because it's the same thing. The guy's a gun and he's trying to shoot him. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know, hmm. I have conflicting motives. On the one hand, he actually could have been fun to use again, especially if he starts trying to like this crazy guy trying to hunt other people like Tigra or Spider. You know, other because he's never hunted he hunted people and maybe a werewolf now, but never superheroes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But on the other hand, you know, I mean, we already have Carrie Bennett for that anyway. But on the other hand, he is kind of a jackass, and I do like the fact that he dies so pathetically for him. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's this big hunter. He doesn't fight, die in the hunt. You know, he dies on the hunt. But, I mean, it's not the creature he's hunting. He basically freaks himself out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, too, because I'm Joshua Kane. I'm Joshua Kane, And he, <laughs> he's freaking out at this bear coming at him. And it's like, dude, you can see that's a bear and it's not Jack. Like, what's going it's on? It's like, here? ah, but- serves you right. <laughs> yeah, he got what was coming to him. But, yeah, I do love it that uh, they do pay homage here to the movie The Most Dangerous Game. Because, you know, you got that from the beginning, that feeling. That's what they were kind of riffing on here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And hey, that's a classic comic thing. I mean, how many like sometimes there's a lot of com- classic stories are like based on movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they took a lot of stuff from a film here and there or books here and there. So, yeah. And again, I have no problem with that at all. I think it's yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. But yeah, no, this is a fun story. I like this one. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, anything else to say on this one or you want to move on to the next one? No, we go to the next one. Okay, so yeah, this is Werewolf by Night number five, uh, May 1973, cover date, and again, uh, cover by Mike Plug here. So what do you think about this cover? This is an interesting one where a uh, werewolf fighting wolves. <laughs> yeah, and we're I guess we're done now with the whole thing they did that brief time in the 70s where they had like the, uh, it, was, it, was, it was like a panel on the cover because it had like the background, you know, had like the, the solid background mm-hmm. of like the red or, you know, some other color where like the title would be and then like the the image underneath and now we're back at that marvel stopped doing that now it's just one cup the whole cover is the image yeah the trade dress is just put on right over the top of the cover itself not not like there was anything you know any window or you know any uh picture frame or anything to it pretty cool i think because that's what they were still doing before where they had that separate thing and now it's nope now we're no i kind of like those old ones that he did that well it's almost like the the top part is just the trade just the trade dress with like a color and like Mm -hmm. You know, it's separate, and then the image is separate. But that was only a brief time they did that. Yeah, this is a really good one, though. I mean, the werewolf's there, and he's fighting with three wolves, and then there are these... uh... Oh, those wolves look vicious. Yeah, especially the one on his back. I don't even know if that looks like a wolf. That looks like some kind of monster. Yeah, yeah, that's creepy. And the soldiers coming out and shooting at him. with The berets, for some reason, they make me think it's like, you know, he's in Cuba or something. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure about those soldier guys there. I'm not that's... uh... I'm not sure about them. They're a little uh, ambiguous. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that those wolves are creepy. Yeah, they look fantastic. But, yeah, this one's called A Life for a Death. And it's, uh, again, scripter Len Wein and pencils and inks this time are by Mike Plug. So he's wholesale here with the art. And then colors, Glennis Oliver. And uh, letters by John Costanza. And this one just says, uh, Jack Russell is forced to try to kill a reclusive millionaire named luther kane who holds jack's sister hostage so basically this one it's just it's it's picking right up from where the previous one left off in more ways than one because you know we have jack here holding his shoulder because you know hey he was shot there and uh this he's got to go back into uh, joshua kane's uh, place to you know get his uh, sister out of there but we're going to meet uh, another character here that's uh, a, a big difference to uh, joshua though right yeah. Now, this is where I said before when we talked about it, he goes back to Kane's house, apparently, yeah. because it definitely looked like he went to Kane's house. That's what Plug drew at mm-hmm. that end scene. That's definitely looks the same as Kane's, you know, the, almost like the same room Jack woke up in. But we start out this issue. Jack's going to Kane's place because mm-hmm. apparently that wasn't Kane's place. Yeah, was that part of that movie set or something? Which yeah, is which I don't understand. It's like, but it had all the hunting trophies. So why would he have to go to another? If he's in the same room he was in where Lisa was captured, why does he have to go to another building to get to Lisa when he went back to the same building? Yeah, because the it, caption box says, "I a Jack monologuing," but it's a caption box, and it says, "I'd been running for almost an hour now, scrambled over the rugged terrain of." Oh boy, Tugunga Canyon, rushing to rescue my sister before anyone else could discover our secret. And it's a really cool splash page. It's like, you know, Jack's right up front there and he's holding his shoulder. The home is in the background. And then you almost get the impression like uh, the the rain coming down and the cloud cover is shaped to be like almost like the werewolf there, right? Yeah. Yeah. You almost have to wonder if Ween came in, was Conway late? 
So maybe Ween didn't, it wasn't like a planned takeover. So maybe Ween didn't realize that, you know, he just knew the basic plot was, yeah, they find this movie set and the guy dies. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, maybe he just it. thought that's where he died, not realizing that. Yeah. Because like, if you read them one after the other, it's like, he's in the house. Should take him an hour. It's yeah. Like, what is this? The family circus where like they send Billy out to the next door. <laughs> you have that trail going all over. Like, is that how Jack went from one room to the other? He left the house, went over here, he got some ice cream, he saw some animals playing, you know, chased a bunny, turned back into the werewolf, chased a bunny. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and now he's going back. He's like, ah oh, crap, I was in the next room. Mm-hmm. And then we get like almost two pages of recap here. And again, it visually looks great, but, you know, we really don't need two pages of recap. But, you know, we get it anyway. And again, it looks fantastic. But oh, yeah. uh, Jack then uh, comes into the house and there's, a, you know, again, a trophy room that looks oddly like the trophy room where the bear fell on the guy. But OK, yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm pointing it out, but we're going to move on from it because, OK, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, he comes in and he says, good. The place looks exactly as it did when I left. One of those spears should help me smash the glass of Lisa's cage. And and here we go. There's uh, somebody in this chair that he can't see because the chair, the back of the chair is towards Jack. And uh, we don't really get a good look at this guy, but he looks kind of creepy in that first panel, right? Oh, God, definitely. And I, I do like, though, how he's, he's like, really, dear boy, must you be so destructive? That glass costs money, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, who? And we got a, a very... Uh, uh, contrasting character to the great hunting, but maybe not so uh, intelligent Joshua Kane. We meet uh, somebody else here, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. His brother, who's almost trying to be like a Vincent Price style aristocrat. Mm-hmm. He's got an ascot, right? So yeah. we know he's evil. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. And he's got a purple smoking jacket on that has polka dots and an ascot. And uh, he says about how he's, uh, yeah, his brother. And, you know, he's like this. Uh, millionaire type guy that's very uh like a, like an aristocrat almost but uh jack kind of like uh puts his hands on him when he doesn't like what this guy has to say but he has a big goon here who looks like he's like a 40s style gangster like a dick tracy guy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a dick tracy character here he's grabs jack and uh puts a like almost looks like an ice pick to his neck yeah he's like nobody nobody touches mr luther <laughs> oh <laughs> I just realized, yeah, who he is. Is he? It's Otis. Oh, yeah, Mr. Luthor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he, he has that look. I mean, let, let's face it. Some people look like the time frame they're from. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. You know, not just their, not just like their, their, not just like the hair or, you know, facial or things like their stylized, but even like sometimes like the way their faces are. Mm-hmm. See, so, yeah, he looks like 70s Ned Beatty if he's trying, if he's trying to be a little more competent looking with yeah, a big I, thick mustache but wearing like a 40s gangster style outfit probably because he thinks it looks cool and hey my boss dressed is crazy anyway what who cares <laughs> yeah well he's uh he doesn't seem too smart either but uh he's very strong and smart as far as uh putting an ice pick to his neck and tell him to you know chill out or i'm gonna kill you and then you know basically we got a little uh rundown here from uh mr luthor and he says how uh Oh, yes, uh, I know all about you being a werewolf. Almost like, you know, he's been uh, keeping an eye on Jack here for a short bit of time. And then he also says about how, uh, you know, your family's got a blood disease and uh, it's going to happen to your sister, too. And also saying that uh, he's developed a cure for lycanthropy. So what about that? Well, there's a shock. (laughs) But then again, if he is his brother, I guess if one knew about it, the other one would, especially since we find out that... um, you have to assume maybe Joshua was taking care of him because mm-hmm. we find out he wants Jack to kill somebody who basically drove him to bankruptcy. Yeah. But he still has enough money for these clothes and also to hire a personal bodyguard. A goon, yeah. And he's the one who <laughs> inherits all of Joshua's fortune. So obviously mm-hmm. he has money. Yeah. You know, so you have to assume that, but I mean, mean, he has Joshua, so you have to assume Joshua, you know, let not just the diary, but also talked, you know, must have told him what he was doing. So he knew everything. Although it Mm -hmm. is kind of funny. I mean, not that siblings are identical, but 
really people I meet in real life who have siblings, like their siblings might be slightly different, but it's like personality wise, they're not that vastly different. It's only in comics where like you get Joshua Kane and Luther Kane. It's like, yeah, yeah there's you always are, a dichotomy. Yeah, you are nothing alike. Like there is nothing like even physically you don't look like. <laughs> yeah, it's always like a, a polar opposites kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, my God, it's like how it's like mm. you guys are completely different. Like yep, and you story related. And you you also know this guy's evil because he uses a cigarette holder. So yes. that's another reason you know he's evil. But <laughs> he he basically convinces Jack after a little bit of Jack, uh, uh, you know, saying no, no, I won't do it. I won't kill somebody, not even for my sister. And he kind of just keeps uh, telling him, hey, you know, your sister, she's gonna turn into a werewolf. So it's bad enough you're running around killing people as a werewolf. She's gonna do it too. Don't you want to help her? And how about that panel there at the bottom where Jack is imagining her turning into a werewolf? That's pretty crazy. Oh, that's creepy looking. Mm-hmm. She is a creepy looking werewolf. And yeah, she's a bit great. even more vicious looking than the regular werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. That, that where she's finally like 100% transformed there. That looks crazy creepy. Yeah. Although you notice they don't do the halfway picture for her. Her halfway picture, she's still fully normal. Yeah. Yeah. There's no halfway there. It's just she's still, you know, the regular skin color and everything just holding her head as if she's got a bad migraine or something. Yeah. But I do like how he does it a bit where he puts put it like it's almost a bit like Dr. Like he's like, no, you're in the final stages. I can't do anything for you. Like he's not promising the moon. Yeah, he's trying to do it in a way that seems believable. It's like I can't cure you. You're in the final stage. This is I'm sorry. Nothing can be done. But she's still early. We can we've caught it's caught early for her. It hasn't happened yet. She has a chance. Yeah, which is believable. I, that's that sounds reasonable. So I think, OK, I can buy that. So Jack kind of says, like, all right, I'll do it. And then he says uh, he wants him to kill this guy called Judson Hemp. Mm, okay. I wonder what business he's in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I wonder anything about Judson Hemp. Like, who is this person? Because we really don't get to find out. As we'll see here, we don't get to find out much about him. No, no, not at all. He takes Jack to this complex where it says private property, keep out. And he basically says there's guard, armed guards, dogs, a constant motorcycle patrol because, you know, motorcycles, again, big thing in the 70s there, gangs and just motorcycles in general, apparently. But he oh, says yeah. he's going to go. He wants him to go in there and go kill him, you know, one way or the other. And Jack kind of is back and forth on it. But then here comes the moon. And holy mackerel, what about that transformation scene before he heads into the complex? That one is really wild. Oh, we're like everything is kind of like vague and muddy. Night and, yeah, yeah. Muddy. It looks great though, and then we get that final one of him with the moon behind him. That looks incredible. Oh, where he's fully howling. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that is great. And he, uh, again, so we did see, and I don't know if this was, you know, just the way it ended up being, or there was some conversation between Conway and Ween about, you know, Jack kind of uh, getting a little bit more intelligent here than he had in some of the previous issues where he was just a straight up, you know crazy feral monster he's actually thinking about you know oh there's some guards here and they have guns i kind of have to you know be careful here you know what i mean before he would just jump at them but i, I do like that too and it's more of them also the werewolf kind of focusing on like the basic plan of what jack wanted to do not just running going where am i all right let's go hunt he's actually mm-hmm. doing it's kind of like some of the hulk stories when the hulk was done but like banner really needed to do something so the hulk still was like don't know why hulk wants to do this but hulk wants to do this yeah mm-hmm so they're Absolutely. getting a bit more like that. They're going into that mold a bit more, like a bit more of a Hulk style. Mm-hmm. And he's which, trying to be like in stealth mode here too, which I like that as well. But then we get the scene with the wolves here. So what about that? Talk on that. Oh, those dogs are still, I mean, they're not as monstrous looking as on the cover, but those are still vicious, vicious dogs. Yeah. He says his, he calls them his wolf brothers. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, I, I would have more. You know what? I would like it more. Now, granted, it's because I like dogs, but like I would have liked it more if like the werewolf is like almost like communicate. You know, like as like an alpha, it would almost be like an alpha male to like dogs like that. Like like these dogs were up. Like nope, nope, he's the boss. Or he could sick them on these guards. That would have been great too. <laughs> that would have been great. The dogs went back and attacked them. Well, he kills one of them, and he's got it underneath his arm, and then the other one looks like it's hurt, but kind of cowering and walking away. And then he hears these. uh guards coming and he says men coming then let them if they try to hurt me i will kill and uh okay chum don't move let's see those hands and then they see this crazy panel when they put a flashlight on him and have the gun on him he turns and just 
And oh, wow, yeah. that's a really great panel too. The classic horror thing where they put the light on and you just see him kind of covered. It's like, well, what is that? And then, oh, oh crap. It's, oh my Lord, a mm-hmm. werewolf. <laughs> and he starts which, tearing into them, which is great. Which if you want to make it comedic, you could also make it like the Scooby-Doo ghost line. yep (laughs) that's great but he tears the crap out of a couple of these guys and then you know he realized he's kind of outnumbered and they have guns which again i don't know how much the bullets would hurt if they're not silver but he had been shot without the bullets being silver i think in previous ones and it at least hurt him maybe wouldn't kill him but at least kind of hurt him so he takes it was also just last night he was shot with a silver bullet so yeah i guess he He might still be a little (laughs) injured yeah, he's still gonna be hurt. He starts climbing up the side of the building here, and you know, of course, the guards are like, "Hey, what's going on? Where'd he go?" And then we get to meet these uh, the, these two guys, the guy that he's supposed to kill, and then like, I guess his assistant here. Yeah, Mr. Evans, the assistant, and Joshua. Uh, no, sorry, no, Judson no, Hemp. Judson Hemp. <laughs> That's a while. I looked up. We're not going to see him again. No, no, these are all just one-offs right now. Yet, but it makes you wonder, like, who is this Judson Hemp that he needs all this? vicious security like who mm-hmm. was he before he you know before alzheimer's got to him obviously yeah he he definitely is like an eccentric really old dude and yeah like you said he must have like alzheimer's or something like that because he's he's not all there like he doesn't even you know seem to know where he's kind of at half the time but he's looking through a crazy uh telescope and then uh, the werewolf uh comes busting in to uh get him yeah Although the telescope's a nice, nice bit because I didn't know, I just thought it was a stupid you know, thing for him to be doing just to, you know, have so he's distracted. But that there's actually a point, it's actually kind of like setting up something mm-hmm. that's going to happen, yeah. which is kind of cool. And I think poor Mr. Evans here gets killed because he gets, you know, slashed at him. You don't see any blood, but he looks like he might be dead or just. Well, no, about. he's he's not because it says, uh, where is it? Oh, yeah. When he's when Evans is unconscious out and the werewolf's holding me, it says this one has the courage of the jackal. He sleeps rather than face me. So Evans basically just passed out. <laughs> well, it's great. It's, it shows him like like ripping at him, but he lays there and he's he's pretty much done. But yeah, he, uh... he might be cut, but he's not dead. Because remember, the werewolf slashed the one guy, the guard before and the guard says, I'm all right, you idiots. <laughs> so he didn't yeah. kill him. So maybe he didn't kill Evans either. Evans just kind of, you know, got cut a little bit and passed out because, you know, werewolf. Mm-hmm. And this crazy Judson Hemp guy, he's just, oh, he's worried about his telescope. He ain't worried about anything else. And then, whoa, we get this crazy page where the werewolf's face, the it's like half the page. His face is there. And then there's three panels like on set, like on top of his face there. What about that? Oh, I love that page. I love that one. That werewolf looks mm. re- That is one of the better images of the werewolf he's done. Luke has done. That is an amazing image. And then that old man is almost like EC style. Like he almost could be like the horror host. Yeah, yeah. He looks like, you know, Uncle Creepy or something. Yeah, and I like that he's just so out there. He's like, you're Evans. You're a doggy. Here, doggy. <laughs> nice doggy. Like Uncle Judson pet you. <laughs> yeah, and of course, Jack is just like, what is going on? He's like, there is no threat. There is no enemy here. And he's like, you know, come here. I won't hurt you. And then all of a sudden, Jack's like, ah, oh, my head's splitting. And we're like, what's going on here? Yeah, and he turns back to normal. And then this is the one I said about before about last issue where, yeah, the moon going and going. Like, oh, was it hit by a cloud? Is it just hidden by the mountains where they're at? You know, but this I can deal with. There's an eclipse mm-hmm. of the moon. Yep. And so mm-hmm. therefore the moon is covered. So that I can believe as a reason why he would turn normal. Yeah, that that to me is definitely something that's kind of legit there. A lot more than just a cloud. <laughs> yeah. So that fits in for me better than him going back and forth the night before. Mm-hmm. So one of the crazy guards shows up and he's like, hey, what's going on in here? And Jack hides for a few seconds, but then clobbers the guy thwack, with a right hand and knocks him out. But course there's you know guards all over the place but he finds one on a motorcycle and clobbers that guy and jumps on the motorcycle to take off that's and awesome. jumps over the damn wall runs up the stairs like <laughs> so wait is this goes is this are we reading world by night or ghost rider mm-hmm. yep it was fantastic like, has he had a motorcycle i thought he had a car i don't remember him having a motorcycle no i don't think he did yeah 
I think this is a first here. <laughs> so I guess if I just grab a motorcycle, I could run up the stairs and jump over a wall and be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like gone full <laughs> evil can evil here. <laughs> but he comes back to uh, Miss, Mr. Luthor and his uh, meathead bodyguard here. And he's like, hey, you know, uh, no, the guy's not dead. I didn't kill him because, you know, the guy's like, like you said, he's like, uh, has like dementia or something. It's not like he's any threat to anybody. So he's like, leave the poor old guy alone. But then he still wants the uh, cure that was promised and even tries to choke uh, Luther here. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, when the, what's his name? Desmond fights back and tries to break his back. Now, this guy definitely gets killed because the, the, apparently eclipses over and he turns back into the werewolf and basically snaps his back over the desk. Mm-hmm. So this guy is definitely dead. Yeah, he's toast. And then uh, Mr. Luther here, he uh, he's an interesting character. He seems to not be bothered by Jack turning into a werewolf and being like snarling and killing his, you know, meathead bodyguard until he kind of like looks like he's going to come after him. Then he gets scared. And I mean, I'd be scared in a room with a werewolf, even if he didn't look at me with murderous intentions. I'm sorry. Yeah, but then he just dies. Werewolf doesn't yeah. touch him. He just dies. And I don't get what happened because the pan oh did he have a heart attack like his brother because the caption also says the heavy odor of death filled the werewolf's nostrils then a more subtle scent caught my attention the smell of a powerful gas now is that supposed to be just the gas that's keeping lisa unconscious is there some kind of gas in the house that killed the guy like i i don't i'm not really sure what happened yeah, I was um, uh, just assuming he had a heart attack because he's, you know, went to the ground there with his hand on his chest. So I thought, OK, I'm guessing he just had a heart attack, which, like you said, again, this is basically a second issue in a row where that's happened. You know, hey, but they're brothers. Maybe there's a you know, family history of heart disease. Yeah, it could be. So he but it's kind of wimpy. I would rather see him kill him. <laughs> yeah, it's just it, it is. It's much more vague than Joshua. So it's like. Because at least Joshua, not just saying he had a heart attack, but more to the fact that Joshua was, he was freaking out and panicking. Like, you could, you could believe it. This guy is just, just happened. It's just like, wait, what? Yeah. So then he smashes the glass and grabs Lisa and, you know, basically heads out of there. Like, he's going to get out of there. But uh, the next issue, werewolf in a cage. (laughs) So... I, I do like the whole thing that we're getting more of the whole Lisa thing, though, here. Because he releases the, you know... Breaks the glass to release her and says, you know, himself, now she is free to run, to hunt in the forest. Yes, this one would like the forest. She was much like me. And then it repeats on the next panel and, and like it said, the caption, do you want to become as you are? The words ran with me as I padded through the bush. She is much like me, the beast replied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and trapped in some dark corner of the werewolf soul, Jack Russell wanted to cry. <laughs> so, I, but I like that because it also fits what happened with last time, where Lisa kind of knew it was Jack, and the werewolf kind of recognizes she's like him, even though she's not a werewolf. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that at least, while like we said, we maybe didn't read or wasn't paying attention, or it was too late, you know, was rushing late to get it done, that he didn't realize that he already was in Kane's house at the end of the issue. Mm-hmm. He did at least continue this part on, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're, I mean, they're they're writing pretty good you know uh pretty i'd say pretty tight continuity here you know they're they're really trying to you know drive something home here with not only jack with lisa and just the family history as well they're sticking by that you know not they haven't really mentioned the dark holds a little lately or you know the 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 uh, jack's uh relatives you know where the it started out and everything but they're still doing, you know, a pretty good job, I think, of, uh, you know, keeping the continuity going here, right? Oh, yeah. No, this is the nice thing where these are one and done stories, but they're still connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. still it still does the ongoing story. If you're reading the whole, you know, the thing, it flows mostly, like we said, with the except that issue, mostly flows into it, even though they're both one and dones. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, I'm still, I'm still very much enjoying it. Plus, that werewolf image on the last page is really cool. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Again, it's just... You know, you can't even, there's no way to give Plug enough credit here. It's just, it's great. Yeah. So, yeah, the visual storytelling on top of what, you know, Conway and Ween were doing here is just, it's just, it's top notch. It's on par. It's great stuff. So, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's it for these two issues here. But uh, 
uh, why don't we, uh, is there anything well, else you need to say about these? No, I think we said everything we need to say about these two. They were a lot of fun. I really enjoyed these two. So I am very glad to be reading through the series again and actually getting more memory because I'm not just kind of burning through reading but it like I did in the essential when I had it got it originally. You know, I'm paying attention more to them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so now we're going to transition into talking about the Disney Plus Werewolf by Night. Uh, uh, what was it? More like a one-shot show, right? Yeah, it was a special. Yeah, yeah. So that just came out, you know, not too far uh, before uh, we were recording this, you know, the Halloween season in October here. So, yeah, so I did not get to see it yet, but I listened to a podcast about it, and I read up on it a little bit, and it sounds like they really tried to do, like, you know, an old universal kind of homage here, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. It definitely felt like a universal. It's all black and white for the most part. Mm-hmm. With a, like a little splash of like red here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Because again, uh, I like when they try to do things like that. That to me is, you know, people that are involved with these shows, when they try to do something like that, even if they don't pull it off 100%, just them trying to do that, you know, and be faithful to some source material and do something like that. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, actually, it wasn't a full universal one. To me, it felt more like, if a, it was like a Hammer movie in the seventies, trying to make one of their movies look like a like a forties movie. Oh, cool! So it had a bit more of like the action and the violence of a seventies movie, mm-hmm. like a Hammer one, but with like the aesthetic of the forties. Oh, cool! Yeah, and it then... definitely was much more than like you know those forties ones. I mean, they're great, but it's not like you're going to see a lot of stuff. Mm, okay, yeah, and I mean, I'm a huge fan of Ulysses Bloodstone and uh, you know his exploits, so. I heard that uh, character and uh, his uh, daughter and all were involved in this, right? Oh, yeah. Ulysses is, well, he's dead. Mm-hmm. But Elsa is definitely in the in the episode. Yeah, no, but it, it that was cool. Because I never, I mean, come on, Ulysses Bloodstone. Oh, my God, we have that now? In That's the, pretty obscure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Elsa and Jack and, of course, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> as they call him in the thing. Or, you know, Man-Thing. Yeah, I saw the visuals and it looked fantastic. It does. It looks amazing. And mm-hmm. this was a fun. Again, it's kind of a variation of the whole of issue, the issue uh, four, the most dangerous game, mm-hmm. where they're hunting the beast on the grounds for the the privilege of having Liss, being Lissy's heir. And I don't know whether these other hunters that they used are creations for the show, or they've been like, you know, one shot characters like Joshua Kane. Mm-hmm. But they were fun to see. And watch, you know, kill each other off. Yeah, that's great. And I mean, I hope this, uh, you know, leads to a lot more. I hope they, you know, take this and run with it because, hey, to me, if enough people watched it, you know, there's enough interest there. I I hope this leads to even more, you know, of the Marvel horror characters coming out and and doing good stuff like this. Even if it's just a set of specials, you know, a couple of times a year like this. I'm fine with that. Plus, some characters, sometimes it's a little harder to do ongoing things with them. Yeah, or, or maybe it's like the person you want to play them can't commit to a movie or a six or eight episode show. But they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll come back for like a couple specials. You know, I'll do an hour thing here and then like in six months I'll do another one and then another one. Yeah. And I'll do a guest appearance here. That's fine. So like I'm fine with that. I kind of like how they're trying to make the MCU feel like Marvel and the fact that like, yeah, sometimes we have like these big events. And sometimes we just have regular mini series or ongoing issues. Yeah, I really one shots. Yeah, I really think the horror characters would be more suited for uh, like, you know, anthology style stuff, not some big two hour grand spectacle of a movie. I think the horror characters would be much better served by putting out, you know, hour long specials every once in a while, you know, either focusing on, you know, one character or even a couple, and then maybe even putting it all together in something a little longer of a special. But I, I just don't see it maybe translating to, you know, a, a big screen type thing where that's going to, you know, generate, especially because we know at this point, if they would try that and it wouldn't generate, you know, half, three quarters or a billion dollars, it would be considered a failure. So I would yeah. rather them do it this way and just get, you know, the people that have Disney Plus on there. You know, if they see a good chunk of those people are tuning in for that, then, yeah, just keep doing it that way. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And like I said, it was really good. So I enjoyed I enjoyed it. It's definitely worth watching. Mm-hmm. Definitely fun. And I like the fact that we have man, you know, we've brought a man thing. And I'm, I'm, I wouldn't mind seeing 
you know, like a short, like special, special or two of like, you know, or even a man thing, like mini series, like kind of like in the style, of like the seventies where, you know, man things there, but we're focusing on the other uh, stories of the human characters. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh man, that would be great. But yeah, think about it. You know what I mean? They have, you know, man thing, they have werewolf by night. They could do Dracula. They could do man wolf. They, they have just like this endless trove of uh, horror characters from, you know, the bronze age they could dip into for these specials. It, it, yeah. it would be it's it's it could be endless basically, and they can use them in other things like could we see Elsa and Blade or Jack and Blade? Yeah, if yep. that's still happening, I forget now. Yeah, you never know. They seem to be really waffling on that. I think they're still doing it, but then did they change directors? They lost the the director or somebody left or something. So I don't know what's happening there. Yeah, I'm not sure, but you know things like that they could bring them in. That'd be kind of cool, mm-hmm. or even just yeah. like a small cameo thing of like whatever dimension of things happening. I mean, mm-hmm. like they did with, let's say, the you know, using like the ancient one in Avengers Endgame. Yeah, yeah, yep. You you can really play a lot. Like, there, there's a lot of possibilities if you have the characters from these, uh, you know, the Disney Plus shows integrated with the MCU. And again, it doesn't have to be a full-on movie of Werewolf by Night for two hours or anything like that. But you could have him, like you said, Elsa Bloodstone or all these characters just that have a small part in one of those or one of those, uh, you know, actors or actresses in one of the shows. That would be great. Yeah. I'd be done with that. Yeah. That would be fantastic. So yeah, everybody, uh, you know, I did uh, read, uh, some, uh, people's reviews about it and overall the consensus seemed pretty positive on it. So it's yeah. definitely something I'm going to seek out here. Yeah. No, definitely worth watching. Definitely fun. I mean, man thing is a little different, mm-hmm. but not a lot. Yeah, well, like I said, I just the visual I saw, I was like, wow. So <laughs> that Visually, blew yes. me away. It's just the personality. Yeah, it blew me away. I was just like, wow, because again. But the fact that, yeah, it looks like Man-Thing. It's amazing. Yeah, the, it just looked fantastic. And again, never in my lifetime when I picked up my first comic and, you know, read uh, uh, probably a Gerber Man-Thing comic. Did I ever think that would be on any kind of television or <laughs> movie or anything like uh, that. They already did that to me when we saw Groot and Rocket running around. I'm like, holy crap, I can't believe they're doing this. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, that was that was wild, too. I didn't think I'd ever see that either. So, yeah, hopefully we'll see. I think we're going to see uh, my favorite dog, Cosmo. He's going to be in there, isn't he, in the next one? In the Guardian <laughs> special, yes, Cosmo will be there. <laughs> Love that character. I cannot wait. I hope Cosmo starts is telepathic. Oh, gosh, that would be great. I hope he's not just a dog. I hope he actually, we actually hear his thoughts. I want yeah. him to talk. That would be fantastic. <laughs> so I'm so hoping for that. All right. Well, yeah, everybody, you know, get out there and buy some Werewolf by Night comics and definitely uh, tune in and see the special. And then, uh, oh, God, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, you know, moving forward, you know, you and I are going to cover, cover a couple more issues here going forward. And then uh, I think we already did at this point uh, reveal that uh, when there's the uh, crossover with uh, Tuba Dracula, you and I and Scott are going to get together. and We're going to do that. Uh, the three of us all together. We're going to have a blast with that. Sounds good. Awesome. Awesome. So. All right, man. Well, that's going to be it for this one. So if anybody's looking for you out there, where can they find you? Well, you can find me at my show, Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast. It's, well, all about the Marvel characters, Adam Warlock and Thanos. I mean, it's right in the name. Duh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, just <laughs> type in Adam Warlock or Thanos, whatever podcatcher you use, it'll pop up. Um, or just go to our you know Tumblr page, resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com. Links for all the episodes are there. And since I did mention in the show, uh, I think I mentioned the show. It was sometime we were talking. I forget it was before or after the show. But yeah, you can also find me pretty much every week on the L-E-G-I-O-N P-O-D cast. Uh, you can find that on the Legion of Substitute Podcasters feed, where we are talking about the late 80s, early 90s DC sci-fi series Legion. That's the one with the acronym mm-hmm. and Lobo in it, not Legion of Superheroes. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, check those two out for sure. And then uh, you're also on Twitter as well, right? Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. Yep, at Adam Thanos Pod. Yeah, so definitely uh, get out there, give uh, Al a follow, and hit the Tumblr page up for all the episodes. And, uh, you know, look forward to us talking uh, again in the very near future about some more Werewolf by Night, right? Oh, yeah, we'll be back. All right, that's going to be it for this episode. So I'm going to let Al go here and be back in a minute to wrap things up. Hello, everyone. I'm Al Sedano, host of Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast. Over the last few years, this show has covered Adam's life, from his early appearances in Fantastic Four and Thor, to his run as Space Jesus on Counter-Earth. Now, 
we have made it midway through the 1970s and Jim Starlin's iconic run on the character. The Magus, Gamora, Pip the Troll, and Adam finally meeting Thanos. Speaking of Thanos, we haven't forgotten about him. We will soon be starting our coverage of Starlin's hardcover graphic novel, The Infinity Relativity, starring Thanos. So join me, along with my regular co-hosts, John M. Wilson and Brian Zeno, as well as others, on Resurrections, and Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast. Found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com this episode another good one with Al yeah we're gonna keep going on here we're gonna keep covering World by Night this series you know hopefully all the way till its conclusion but uh, you know heads up we're also gonna uh, cover some of his other appearances as well you know he's got a Marvel team up appearance uh, coming up really soon so we're gonna cover that as well you know basically anything that uh, he uh, popped up in we're gonna cover plus his uh, series so you know definitely uh, stay tuned if you're a big fan of that show uh, series world by night plus any of his other appearances you're going to get them as well so definitely uh, tag along for the ride all right everybody take care mm-hmm.